Hey guys, welcome back to Agola Mind. My name's Lainey, and today's episode, uh, we're kind of going to do something different. We're going to be talking about Marcus Rashford, but um, of course, we're going to have my typical Chelsea rant because once again, we're not winning games. But um, before we get into this, at the time of filming, which is Tuesday, October 27th, it is my favorite player, Kurt Happy Zuma's birthday. Yes, his middle name is Happy. Um, He's been my favorite player for years. Even when he got loaned other teams like Everton, I've gone to see him play several times. Um, yeah, but I do want to make an announcement. This is a trigger warning, so please skip ahead. But uh, this topic's really near and dear to my heart, and I feel like I have to say something. So over the weekend, 17-year-old Jeremy Whiston passed away after taking his own life. He recently got released from the Manchester City Academy. And I just wanted to quote, give me sport. Post with this, they say, there needs to be more done to help young footballers at this stage in their life and career, which is exactly right. There needs to be more work done in supporting these players. These players often come from backgrounds that are hard on its own. And then they get to this academy, they're away from their family. I feel like there needs to be more support. Um, so yeah, I just really feel like I need to mention that. So now on to Chelsea. If anyone watched the game, they would probably know I'm pissed. Like actually pissed. It's like we honestly forgot how to play soccer and how to attack the ball. And I get everyone's probably saying they played European football in the Champions League. They're against Sevilla. Um, we talked about that game kind of in uh, last week's podcast just because we filmed the podcast right after that game. But seriously, like, I get that you had two games, but you knew the Manchester United game was coming on and you know you need points in order to win the league. So even though Mourinho is gone, I feel like we're still somehow parking the bus. Lampard put on an extra defender and to be fair, like Chilwell and James both are getting up. They kind of remind me a lot of Trent Alexander-Arnold and how he plays, which I personally really like. And I think we did need Asbel and Tiago on there just to provide leadership and kind of unite everyone. Kurt Zuma, he's his own person. Like he's so amazing. So I'm not even going to talk about him, but I think that was the wrong approach to the game personally. Manchester United is known for attacking on counterattacks. They're not just going to straight up attack you. It's going to be on a counter, like I just said. So why would you, if they're not going to go for it consistently, why are you taking off a key attacking player? That's just my opinion. Um, other people, um, like some commentators on NBC Sports, said similar things. So we have that. But also... We, you know, if you know me, you know my hatred for the referees. And Mart Addickson, like Martin Addickson, you drive me utterly crazy. Like, I don't even know how to describe my dislike for him as a ref. He's easily in my top two, right behind Michael Oliver, but he's maybe my number one in actuality. You would think that since I'm a Chelsea fan, I'd be used to refs just hating on us and being biased. But I'm not. I like to think that we could go into a big game like Manchester United and the refs would actually be fair. But every single time, I am so disappointed. And so 
the fact that it had to be him, I think, makes it even worse. So when you look up Martin and Chelsea, you will see headlines like Martin Atkinson, I cannot say his name, uh, performance at Chelsea, one of the worst of all times. And that's not even talking about the game on the weekend. That's talking about Chelsea against Burnley. And this was how to do with a like utterly horrendous foul on Maddich by Ashley Barnes that went completely unpunished. And the best part of this is Barnes could have ended Maddich's career flat out. Maddich jumped back up, kind of got in his face. And then who gets sent off? Maddich, who doesn't get a card and gets unpunished? Ashley Barnes. Um, if you look at the game for this weekend, you'll see the headline, former referee slams Martin Atkinson over simply amazing error in Manchester United versus Chelsea. It's just bad. Like today I was researching his record against Chelsea and you could just see he flat out hates us. So this weekend in the Man U game, the thing that's gotten me clearly so fired up is that Maguire was holding Espelicueta in the box on a Chelsea corner. And this is some football rugby type, like tackle holding. It was bad. And yet when it happens, it should be a penalty kick, but it's not. And he doesn't even review it with VAR. He's just like, whatever, let, let's play, let's continue. But then a couple minutes later, Tiago lightly taps Rashford on the foot. Rashford goes down, and what does the ref do? Review it for several minutes with VAR. Like, it's just, it drives me nuts. Like, we shouldn't have lost that game. Granted, we didn't play that well, and I don't think Man United played well at um, either. I think the excuse for playing European football, like that's what happens every year. It's not really a good excuse. Um, I've never played soccer to that high of a level, so I don't really know, but like, it, I don't think it's an excuse for me. And it, it just frustrates me as a fan because I want to see our team win. When I first started watching Chelsea, we were on top, like we won the Champions League, we were winning the league kind of every other year, and now we've kind of gone down a little, and of course, I will still watch every game, I will still support them no matter what, but it's frustrating as a fan when we have good players, and they're just not linking up right, but moving on now, as I take several deep breaths, so I calm down, we're going to be talking about Marcus Rashford, who is on Man United, but I wanted to highlight him because he is doing amazing stuff, not just on the field, but off. Um, he's on Man United, like I said, and he's 22. He's going to be 23 on October 31st, and he's quickly becoming one of the best players, like not just in the league, but in the world for his age and an amazing activist. So he did miss out to Trent Alexander-Arnold for the PFA Young Player of the Year Award, which wasn't really surprising just because it's Trent and Liverpool won, and he did amazing. I had him on fantasy, got me so many points. Not that much this season, though, but whatever. Um, but he did win the PFA Merit Award. He also won an MBE, which I researched it, and it's the Order of the British Empire, and has received an honorary doctorate from the University of Manchester. So even though he's on an opposite team, and I really dislike Man United, I have such great respect for him. 
I just wanted to talk really about what he's been doing kind of the past couple months and what's come out in the news over the past week or two. So at the start of the pandemic, he raised millions in donations alongside Fair Share. And after receiving a letter from a fan asking him to judge a poetry competition for deaf children, he learned sign language so he could judge the final. That's just, it's amazing. But um, what he's really being known for is back in the spring, he made Prime Minister Boris Johnson change his mind and launch a $150 million, I converted it for everyone, COVID summer food fund. So that meant families who are entitled to free school meals would receive a voucher at the end of the school year that was worth about $18 a week. They would get it for the entire six week school break and it could be redeemed at supermarkets. Um, over a million children were the beneficiaries of this deal. Marcus Rashford has talked about what it meant going, uh, growing up and not really having food and kind of being in poverty. And so he was a child who would benefit from these free school meals. So it's amazing seeing him who's been through something like that, fighting for these children. He also has partnered to help combat homelessness. Um, he's been a key figure in fighting racism in the Premier League. And now he is fighting once again for the same thing he fought again. Um, I am messing up, still mad about the Chelsea referees. Um, he is now fighting again to get the children the same vouchers that he did in the spring slash summer for during the holidays. Unfortunately, lawmakers rejected his bid to extend the free meals, um, but that really hasn't stopped Rashford. He's kind of rallied against this. Now several cafes and restaurants have promised to help the cause. And this is kind of what's upsetting to me is that they're helping out this amazing cause, which is a, like a great thing but they're also struggling due to coronavirus. So you have people who don't really have that much and who are kind of on the brink of losing their businesses, stepping up and helping this cause, which is amazing. But it's just, it's a bad situation for everyone, for the children, for these businesses. Um, but one of the ones I'd like to highlight was Laura, who owns Laura's Little Bakery and Cupcake Maker in Liverpool that she suffered from food poverty due to her father's death. She has decided to donate a birthday cake a week to a family who would otherwise be unable to afford it. She has since announced uh, that about 80 bakers have mentioned that they wanna help her out with this. It's not just restaurants and cafes who are looking to help tackle child food poverty. It's a bunch of major supermarkets and businesses as well. We have Kellogg's, Aldi, Tesco, my favorite waitress, Sainsbury. Um, so it's really good that you see in a time where there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anger, there's anxiety, that all these people are uniting and coming together to help a cause that's really important. Um, I'm trying not to make this political. I don't really know much about the British government. Um, so it's nothing on a politics wise, but it's really nice to see that people are making a bad situation into a good one. And they're not letting kind of the divisiveness of all of it stop them. Um, I appreciate everything Marcus Rashford is doing. And I'm trying to look into ways to contribute this, um, contribute to this issue in my local area. So even though I hate Man United still, I, my respect for him is so high. I am really excited to see 
kind of what the future holds for him, not just as an activist, but as a player. So I'll see you guys next week. Uh, have a good weekend.